Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Redfield Project. Morning Coffee with Vince Taglivia. I'm your host, Vince Taglivia. This is a show where we talk about the news and events of the world in the morning time or in the afternoon or in the evening. I guess it depends where you are in the world. But welcome, everybody. Make sure you tune into our evening show that is at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time for the Daily Dose on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. 5 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays, hosted by Josh Reed. It's a good time. Hope to see you there. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Kind of a slow news day, but there are things to talk about today. September 6th, 2023. Oh, it always concerns me when things start creeping and getting slow because you know something's just around the corner. So, you know, I kind of, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Too much breaking news. It gets exhausting, I tell you. As you all know, Guten Tag Shasta. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Good to see y'all. RMU, how you doing? Hi, Quiet Toad. <laughs> Good morning. All right. Well, let's let's just jump into things here. Let's talk a little bit about finance. Oh, it's not good, y'all. Uh, let's just look at this chart here. This is a uh, Zero Hedge published this the other day, and it's a credit card accounts average interest from 1994 to 2023. So it's just an indication of uh, credit card debt, oh, specifically the interest, as I said. And this is what that looks like. It uh, in the early mid '90s, it was just above 15 percent, and then in the 2000s, it dipped below 15 percent, and it stayed there until 2017, where it's just been breaking out. Well, it didn't necessarily break out in 2017, but 2018, it went all the way up to 16 or 17 percent, steadied out a little bit, still above 15 percent, and then now it's breaking out. After 2022 quarter two, and it's gone past 20%. Wow. Credit card accounts average interest. And Zero Hedge said it's probably nothing, jokingly. <laughs> yeah, this debt is a problem. Not only that, but the U.S. debt. The dollar. Yeah. My God. Onward. Let's see. This was an interesting article by Natural News. They said that some U.S. states are likely to launch their own currency as financial collapse looms. Somebody named Ed Dowd described such a scenario. Which uh, I think, you know, this is an interesting take, and I think it's um, one to consider, uh, especially looking at some states that disagree with the federal government. Having their own currency would be a way for them to disconnect from that system and um, be, their, uh, be their own independent sovereign state. It's an interesting thing. It's part of this battle. So I wonder if we'll see that. What would that look like? Maybe gold-backed currencies, decentralized cryptocurrencies. 
We have Russia accelerating the sale of foreign currencies. RT.com reported. The central bank needs to pay off euro bonds maturing later this month. The Bank of Russia announced on Wednesday that it will increase the planned sale of foreign currency on the domestic market to 150 billion rubles or $1.5 billion, citing the need to repay government-issued euro bonds. According to a press release, the um, the almost tenfold increase in the central bank's daily mirroring, mirroring operations, what they call it, is linked to investments from the government's wealth fund. It now plans to sell $218 million worth of foreign currency per day from September 14th to September 22nd. Russia is due to make a $3 billion euro bond payment on September 16th, the regulator said, noting that most holders will receive payment in rubles, although some may then create additional demand for foreign currency. Quote, Under these conditions, the decision to redistribute foreign currency sales as part of mirroring transactions related to investing from the National Wealth Fund will help meet possible additional demands for foreign currency and reduce volatility in the foreign exchange market during this period, the statement reads. So, currency battles. The Russian currency has been weakening against the dollar since early June when it was trading at around 80 to 81 to the greenback. Uh, now it's higher, but man. And uh, while that's kind of the narrative, they're like, the ruble's doing so bad. Look at the numbers. It's lower. But I think that the argument from Russia was like, well, we can stretch it a lot farther. Our stuff's not as expensive in Russia. I don't know how long that'll last or how true it is, but maybe there's something there. We had a breaking story about Liberty Safes. Liberty Safes. People are saying Liberty Safes is the new Bud Light. That's right. Liberty Safes. They make safes. Colin Rugg tweeted this out. This is very concerning. And I think this might have something to do with uh, the Hodge twins friend who got arrested or who was uh, raided or whatever. I'm not sure, though. But Colin Rugg said, new America's top gun safe manufacturer, Liberty Safe, gave the FBI an access code to a safe owned by someone who was present at the January 6th protest. We have officially found the Bud Light of gun safes. Enjoy going out of business, Liberty Safe Incorporated. The situation gets even worse. On August 30th, 2023, the FBI raided the owner of the safe, Arkansas man, Nathan Hughes, who was a friend of the Hodge twins. Okay, yes. Not only did they access his safe, but the FBI also allegedly turned off his security cameras and held his girlfriend at gunpoint. In a statement, Liberty Safe confirmed they gave the FBI Hughes's code. Quote, Liberty Safe was contacted by the FBI requesting the access code to the safe of an individual who, for whom they had a warrant to search their property. Liberty, Liberty Safe is devoted to protecting the personal property and Second Amendment rights of our customers. That's what they said. Uh, Colin Rugg said, shameful. There's a video clip of the raid. Wow. What a story. Yeah, can't trust companies. We believe in protecting your Second Amendment. So much so that we will just give away your safe codes when asked. They had a warrant. We were obligated to. Actually, I don't think they were. 
Hey, did you go to a peaceful protest and you have firearms lawfully? It's a lot of people pulling up. Unbelievable, man. Actually, I believe it. This is the, this is the country we live in now. What's the point in buying a safe if the people who sell you the safe can give other people the code to the safe? Colin Rugg replied, your safe now belongs to you and the federal government. Very comforting. Hmm. Uh, someone said, high probability that most companies would do the same thing. Colin Rugg said, true. Most of them don't actually practice what they preach. Wow. Uh, let's see this post about this Liberty safe situation. Sergeant Bradley USMC on Twitter said one big thing to note here. Liberty safe had no legal obligation to hand over the backdoor passcode to the FBI. The warrant was for the customer's property, not for Liberty safes to hand over the code, but they readily did so anyway. Um, and Liberty safe, uh, has their official statement posted as well right here. And I've read a, uh, most of that already. Liberty not safe. That's a good one. That deserves a retweet. No attention. It's good. Wow. Is there a safe, safe company? Some people are asking on Twitter now. Wow. I'm going to go to the chat real quick. I'm late, but I made it. Hey, Nate. Good to see you. Texas is working on that. Oh, a currency Shasta. Ooh, interesting. Chat is quiet today. Is today a Jello day? Am I live? I am live. Today must be a Jello day. I'm kind of feeling a little funky, a little funky. But uh, that might have been due to Kevin, my cat, waking me up at the crack of dawn. What's up, Lisa? Jelly for sure. Okay, not alone. I just got to get out there, I guess, and start moving. Lots to do. Let's get through a little bit more news, though, before we all break and go back to work or keep working or do whatever you do. I got I got shit to do for sure. Excuse me. Um, we've got another storm brewing on the East Coast. Tropical Storm Lead to become a major hurricane. It threatens the U.S. East Coast. Here we go. Tropical Storm Lee was located approximately 1,265 miles east-southeast of the northern Leeward Islands early on Wednesday morning. Lee had a maximum sustained winds of 65 miles per hour and was moving west-northwest at 14 miles per hour. Quote, Continued steady to rapid strengthening is forecast, and Lee is expected to become a hurricane later today and a major hurricane in a couple of days, NHC wrote in an advisory note. The advisory continued, quote, while it is too soon to determine the location and magnitude of the possible impacts, interest in this area should monitor the progress of Lee. Yes, people will be tracking this. We'll have more information as it gets closer and predictive models could more accurately uh, determine where this is going to make landfall. Uh, I think we could all guess where it might right it's probably going to go right into the side of the u.s somewhere florida georgia south carolina who knows who knows lee has already been strengthening fairly quickly despite some east northeasterly vertical wind shear over the system nhc said 
Long-range computer models have Lee swirling to the north and not impacting the U.S. coast. However, extended forecasts are not concrete. That's kind of good. Hopefully it doesn't slam into the U.S. This would be good. Um, but, uh, yeah, like they say, this is not guaranteed. It will change as more data and less time is needed to guess what's going to happen by predictive models. But here they go. Maybe it will just go out into the ocean and swirl around. That would be excellent. But we'll watch it, you guys. And, uh, you know, don't take these storms lightly. I know all the time it's like, oh, the fear-mongering with California. Wasn't even that bad. I survive hurricanes every year. I, I'm the I'm of the mindset where I'm like, I am out of here. I'm out. Thank you, Army Mom. What's wrong, Sparky? Oh, feeling like crap since last night. I just don't... Oh, no, you're sick. Yeah, I was just afraid to eat anything at the moment. Well, I've heard that when you're really sick, it's good to just do a little, little bit of a fast and let your body heal. So maybe that's an option for you. But be careful and stay well. Uh, prayers for you, buddy. That's that sucks. All right. What else do we got here? I can't believe that safe story. Actually, I want to go back to Twitter real quick um, and see what else people are saying about this Liberty safe situation. Absolutely crazy. Um, let's look at top here. Colin Rugg is the top. Uh, Tim Poole had a comment. He said, I don't care that Liberty safe gave the code to the feds. I care that they had the codes in the first place. Liberty safes are completely worthless. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, right. <clears throat> if Everybody, please stand by. Yeah, such a quiet day today. Nah, okay. Testing, testing. All right, all right, I'm back. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, so Tim Poole says he doesn't care that the Liberty Safe gave the codes to the feds. He cares that they have the codes in the first place, and he says that Liberty Safes are completely worthless. I agree. If you were to make a safe and, and you were brainstorming, you know, how can I make a safe that is uh, obviously uh, hard to break into, nobody has access to it except the owners? Well, one of those things would be it's so safe that I don't even have the access to the safe, right? Like the maker doesn't even have access, but no, no, Liberty safe, they, they'll get in there. Anyway, I mean, if there's a will, there's a way, don't get me wrong, but uh, there's um, hoops you have to jump through before getting into somebody's safe. Thank you, Army Mom, for the donation of 21 lemons. This is very concerning. Good morning, Left Maryland, good to see you. Hope your coffee's good. All right. Um, Liberty Safe Company turned off their replies after people found out that they routinely give law enforcement access codes to their customer safes. Stunning and brave. Ooh, Liberty Safe. Really, people are, you know, people who are in the market for a safe, I don't think they're going to be going to Liberty, not if they keep up with the news cycle or do any research on their purchases before they make a, a semi decent purchase there. Like for a safe, they could be quite expensive. Good God. I bet many of you probably have these types of safes. I don't have a Liberty safe, but I uh, won't be getting one either. 
America's number one safe manufacturer. Nine uh, millimeter SMG said, "Thanks. I have three large Liberty safes in the market for a fourth. Now I know to replace them immediately because you guys suck. Sincerely, a former customer." Thanks, Liberty Safes. I couldn't ever have opened these bad boys without your help. Can't wait to steal another Liberty Safe. <laughs> That's kind of, I think, a parody post. Um, <laughs> Valerie Kane says, I won't be buying any more Liberty Gun Safes. They should change their names to Communist Safes. Don't worry, nothing is ever safe in our safes, should be their motto. Yeah, so I guess Ron Rule kind of wraps it up here. We'll move on. He says, here's the big takeaway here. Number one, Liberty gun safes have a backdoor to access code. Number two, they will give this code to law enforcement upon request. Sounds like a great reason to never buy from Liber Liberty Safe Incorporated. Hodge Twins on September 4th actually tweeted information about this raid. They said last week a friend of ours was raided by the feds over January 6th. His name is Nathan Hughes, and he is from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Nate was raided by the FBI and arrested at gunpoint. His girlfriend, who just had a miscarriage, was held at gunpoint and put in handcuffs. The FBI turned off his security cameras, unplugged his internet, and flipped his house upside down in a search. The, fed, the feds called the manufacturer of his Liberty gun safe and got the pa passcode to get into it. All for protesting at the Capitol over two and a half years ago. He is being charged with crimes related to January 6th. He didn't assault anyone, and he didn't vandalize anything. He is being labeled a domestic terrorist and a traitor to his country by woke leftists and the media. Nate is just like us. He's an outspoken American patriot. He loves freedom, loves his country, and would do anything to preserve our rights. He's been fighting to save our country for years now. He's also a small business owner with a family that relies on him. We all know how heated this political climate is getting, but they've pushed too far. And it's time for people to speak up for people getting screwed by the system. BLM and Antifa can go burn down our cities and get off the hook, but Trump supporters get raided and rounded up for protesting. Nate's legal bills to fight these charges will be over $100,000, so we're donating $5,000 to Nathan's Defense Fund to start it out and hope you could de uh, donate something too. Link in the next tweet. They have a give, send, go here and give, send, go.com slash Nathan Hughes. They've raised $49,811 of the 50,000 so far. Uh, if you're interested, that's give, send, go.com slash Nathan Hughes. So they've pretty much reached their goal in just, uh, you know, 189 more dollars. Fantastic. So hopefully he gets the uh, legal help he needs in this in this unjust battle, corruption in our country. Thank you, Patsy, for tweeting. And shout out to Pilled.net for reposting as well. Oh, un, this is absurd, guys. Absurd. Good morning, Willow. Good morning, Willow. Hey, sorry about last night, everybody. I jumped on the after chat after Josh's uh, second show last night on AMP News, and nobody was on. I chilled for a few minutes, and then I just went to bed. Uh, I can't stay up very late. I got to wake up early, and I got to get going. So I couldn't stay up late. I know y'all were trying to get me up there, too, and but I don't know. Sorry, but maybe tonight. Hey, Slumdog, how you doing, man? 
<laughs> All right. What else do we have? Uh, remember Elon Musk said he's going to sue the ADL for monetary compensation for the advertisers that Twitter lost because the ADL was telling advertisers that essentially that Elon Musk's X is anti-Semitic. Well, now the ADL CEO, Jonathan Greenblatt, Elon Musk is inciting violence against Jewish people by criticizing us. Infowars reports. Really? That was his response. They accused Musk of engaging with a highly toxic anti-Semitic campaign, which will incite violence against Jewish people. Anti-Defamation League CEO Jonathan Greenblatt on Tuesday issued his first public comments after an anti-Semitic social media campaign spearheaded by ex-chairman Elon Musk targeted his organization. Who wrote this? It's proud, it is profoundly disturbing that Elon Musk spent the weekend engaging with a highly toxic anti-Semitic campaign on his platform. A campaign started by an unrepentant bigot that was then heavily promoted by individuals such as white supremacist Nick Fuentes, Christian nationalist Andrew Torba, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, and others, Greenblatt said. Uh, white supremacist Nick Fuentes? What about what about Nazi Ukrainians, folks? We forget, huh? Um, who's Nick Fuentes? Nick Fuentes. I don't know this guy. Do you guys know this guy? Is this really a white supremacist, or are they just calling people white supremacists? Okay. Maybe that guy is anti-Semitic. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, Elon Musk, I don't believe is. And I don't think that is any of the intent of X. As a matter of fact, I think it would probably get you banned. So uh, there's going to be a lawsuit, man. A big one. I think the I think the dollar amount on that from X was valued at 22 million in damages. Well, go to court and go to the corrupt justice system and see if it favors you. Uh, multiple firefighters. This happened a few days ago. We didn't get a chance to cover it, but just so you know, there was another hazardous chemical warehouse fire <clears throat> left Maryland. We've become numb to it a little bit, huh? Well, we had, uh, this in Queens, New York, another massive hazardous chemical warehouse fire. Nobody's surprised, but it's just a little bit less infrastructure that we have today. Our once beautiful country. Uh, we also had this story that happened. It has to do with infrastructure and shitty electric vehicles that nobody wants. Um, Your News published this uh, yesterday. Some electric vehicles that came into contact with salt water during Hurricane Adalia burst into flames. Okay. <laughs> and we've heard this before. We covered a story last week about salt water's effect on batteries and electric vehicles going up in flames so well here's more yeah i don't like those things man i've said it again I, i'm you know i've said it said it once i'll say it again all right here is an interesting story that's been going around another one it's a little bit older you might have seen it maybe not though there's a lot of info out there barry weiss tweeted 
savvy researchers tailor their studies to maximize the likelihood that their work is accepted. I know this because I am one of them. Here's how it works. Patrick T. Brown, 31, with a must-read piece published on the fp.com. That's the free, per the free press. I just got published in Nature because I stuck to a narrative I knew the editors would like. That's not the way science should work. Basically, they detail how they left out certain information in order to get published while following a certain narrative, showing the corruption in the science. Trust the science. I know. We've. I told you. I told you guys. The data is. The data is not reliable. If you really analyze it and really understand it and look at the errors, look at it all. Unreliable. The greatest medical crime in history. I think you all can know what I'm talking about here. Let's watch this clip. Dear fellow humans, my name is Thomas Binder. I studied medicine in Zurich, obtained a doctorate in immunology and virology, specializing in internal medicine and cardiology, and the 35 years of experience in diagnosis and therapy of acute respiratory infections in hospitals, in intensive care units, and in my private practice. While there has never been a pandemic of a killer virus, there was a pandemic of cowards, and do we doctors see a pandemic of severe illnesses and of sudden unexpected deaths from heart attack, myocarditis, aortic dissection, stroke and pulmonary embolism, thrombosis and inflammation of other organs, especially of brain and spinal cord, disseminated intravascular coagulation, increased infections, including COVID, due to immunosuppression, cancer, autoimmune diseases, infertility, miscarriage, and many more. This modified RNA genocide is the greatest medical crime in human history, a humanitarian disaster of unprecedented proportions. Currently, the pharmaceutical industry is working on transferring all vaccinations to the modified RNA vaccine platform. It is doing so, though just being able to count and to distinguish foreign from self, even having a trace of intelligence, is enough to realize that the modified RNA vaccine platform is totally nonsensical and life-threatening. Its two fundamental flaws are the injection of the construction plan for a protein foreign to the body without having any control over which body cells will produce it, in what dose and for how long, and the fact that the cells who are coerced to produce this foreign protein and then present it on the surface will be mistakenly recognized by our immune system as foreign, thus destroyed, much like the rejection of a foreign organ transplanted into you. The alleged modified RNA vaccination coerces your body to produce a toxin in unknown dose and for an unknown period of time and literally transforms parts of you 
into an alien. Therefore, the entire modified RNA vaccine platform must be banned immediately. Your government is currently negotiating a pandemic treaty with the WHO. If it signs it, the WHO will be placed above the constitution of your country, and not only you, but also your government and your parliament will lose all freedom of choice. Oh, I'm sorry. He then goes on to say, you know, who controls the who, who controls the world. The more jabs you get, the worse it is. Uh, all this stuff that was, has been alleged and a lot of data has actually been put out there to support these claims. Please do your research before you take an experimental mRNA jab. I would never take one. Um, so shout out to good doctors out there that are actually coming out and, and talking about real health which is such a nuanced topic. I mean, everybody thinks they know about health, but there's so much debate, even amongst the most knowledgeable people um, on true health. Our bodies are so complex that uh, it's largely debated, but uh, there's good info out there that's not take this pill, take this shot, uh, you know, causing mass genocide. Um, CDC issues warning to be on the alert for flesh-eating bacteria. Yeah, just be on alert, everybody. Be very scared, all right? While you go about your days, don't forget to have a, a, an enormous amount of fear. Um, that's actually a terrible advice by the CDC, and I bet they know it. Having fear throughout your day, it actually compromises your immune system if you're scared and, and all this. Believe it or not, your emotions affect your physiology which is why they want everybody be, to be fearful at all times. Have you heard of the placebo effect? It works both ways. You could, you could think yourself to, into sickness. You could think yourself to death. It works the other way too, though. Uh, our bodies are amazing machines, biological machines. So I'm not worried about flesh-eating bacteria. Not even a little bit. Maybe if I was immunocompromised and had... Uh, mRNA induced AIDS essentially compromised immune system I'd be worried but no I'm you know doing my best to take care of my immune system I don't think uh, I think a flesh eating bacteria would be pounced on by white blood cells pretty quickly in most healthy people uh, let alone the rarity of being exposed to a flesh eating bacteria but apparently it's happening and you can guess why it's because people are immunocompromised and these bacteria do exist. Oh, gosh. Jesse Waters did a report, quote, over 3,000 children underwent breast removal surgery. Mastectomies, mas mastectomies for teens. Over 400 children had their genitals removed. We're talking about children as young as 12. This story, I don't even want to go into it further. This is absolutely disgusting, terrible, and appalling. If you want more, you can check out Jesse B. Waters on Twitter on that. But this stuff is just disgusting, man.
so wrong. Yeah, Lisa says, trust your body. It tells you what it needs. That's so true. Yeah, seriously. I've heard someone say, like, I was so unhealthy until I just said, you know what? Fuck what everybody's saying. I'm just going to listen to my body. And uh, there's something to that for sure. I'm, I'm still learning that shit. But, yeah. Oh, sick. Anyway, uh, here we have another one. Died suddenly. Well, not dead. Not dead, luckily. Pennsylvania high school quarterback needs a miracle after collapsing mid-game, family says. Reported by Zero Hedge here. Oh, this guy collapsed in the middle of a field. Middle of the field during a game. September 1st, according to his family. Who said in a health update on September 3rd that the 17-year-old has been in a critical condition for more than 36 hours. Mason Martin quarterback of Carnes City High School suffered a significant brain bleed as well as a collapsed lung. So sad. Cardiac issues among young athletes. News of Martin's medical emergency comes about a month after LeBron James's son, Bronny James, suffered a sudden cardiac arrest while he was practicing for the USC basketball team. A spokesperson for the family said on August 26th that a congenital heart defect lightly caused the cardiac arrest. Congenital. <clears throat> Does that mean you're born with it? Congenital of or relating to a condition that is present at birth, yes. As a result of either heredity, uh, heredity or environmental influences. This is something I noticed that is common with these people having what I suspect to be vaccine side effects. Oftentimes, it'll be a blood disease. It'll be a rare blood disease, or it'll be um, a congenital heart defect. Wow, you've had this since you were born. There's no way that this just happened after you got an experimental mRNA jab, or 10, or however many they've shoved into people's arms. I don't even know. I lost count. A common thing they do is they say, oh, it's congenital. It's it's genetic. It's just you were going to get this blood disease at some point. It was just a matter of time because it's just in your DNA. Well, the cool thing about DNA is you can actually modify your DNA by your actions, what you put into your body and what you do with your body. Do you know that? You can modify your DNA. And actually, maybe DNA isn't as, uh, as sure as um, they want you to believe. You can get healthy. Your bodies can fix themselves. You're, you could change your genes. You could literally change your genes. Okay? Which means the opposite is true, too. You could change your genes for the better, healthy, and you could change your genes for the worse. Experimental mRNA gene, jab, right? And so uh, I think this is the case with, uh, and this is a long shot. I have no idea. I'm not a medical professional by any means, not even close. But I think this is the same case for the comedian Brian, Brian's, no, Ryan, sorry. The comedian Ryan Sickler, uh, one of those woke, kind of woke comedians uh, with uh, friends with like Joe Rogan and um, Burt Kreischer and stuff. This Ryan Sickler, he's pretty funny, but sometimes. Well, he had a near-death experience <clears throat> that he talked about exhaustively <clears throat> in all these podcasts that he went on this year. And this is exactly what happened to him. He got a, a blood disease and spent many days in the hospital 
and nope, not contributing it to the vaccine. No way. This is, well, the doctors told me it was genetic and I was going to get it no matter what. It's just a genetic thing. It's a blood disease. What can you do? No, I don't believe that stuff for a second. Oh, you got cancer? Oh, well, you know, it runs in your family. Oh, you had a heart attack? It runs in your family. How about this? Your father and his father ate like shit and didn't exercise and they had heart attacks. And yeah, they it was it showed in their genes that they're likely to have heart attacks. You followed in their footsteps, not you, but somebody follows in this kind of path. Of course, you're going to be genetically disposed to the same diseases they were. You're eating the same shitty diet and you're having the same sedentary, sedentary lifestyle. Okay. I think if you took, let's say um, a child was adopted out of a family that's very unhealthy, where they're all dying of heart attacks every generation and put into a family that exercises regular regularly and eats really healthy, I bet their genetic markers are going to be close to their adopted family after time. Ah. Rogan and Bert have each other. I can't stand how woke some of them are. I think Joe Rogan's kind of like uh, waking up and kind of agrees. Ugh, especially Burt Kreischer. Good God. Somebody somebody, wake that guy up. He's just oblivious. That's why, you know, don't drink alcohol too much, folks. You might turn into Burt Kreischer. Big, obese joker. Oh, they, Rogan and Burt hate each other? They hate each other? I didn't know that. Hmm. Why do they hate each other? Uh, let's move on. Oh, well, actually, let's talk a little bit more about health because we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Trump did an interview, News Target reported on it, where he addresses the vaccine adverse events. He says that Big Pharma needs to immediately disclose all safety data. This was published yesterday. Um if elected president once again in 2024, Donald Trump has promised not to go along with a possible COVID 2.0 event, which fake President Joe Biden has been hinting lately, could come as soon as this fall. Yeah, as soon as now. Biden's probably wearing a mask right now. Anyway, good, Trump. Good. Joe called him fat and out of shape. They're beefing bad right now. Everyone calls him fat and out of shape. He is fat and out of shape. Send me anything you know about that or if you come across anything interested. Um, a little comedy drama. How about it? <clears throat> All right. I'm going to stop a little bit early today, but let's just see. Um, there was this interesting story about co the corrupt billionaire behind Zelensky's rise to fame and power. He was apparently uh, arrested. Uh, Infowars republished an article by Zero Hedge talking about this. With an estimated fortune of just $1.7 billion, Ihor Kolomoisky is among Ukraine's top five richest citizens. Over the weekend, he was arrested by Ukraine authorities on an array of fraud and money laundering charges. At a sensitive moment, the government is trying to show the world it can tackle deeply rooted corruption. A Saturday statement from the Secretary Service of Ukraine, the SBU, said that the billionaire referred to as, quote, the de facto owner of a large financial and industrial group, unquote, had allegedly tried to launder over 500 million Ukrainian uh, dollars or $13.5 million. They call their dollars hirvnia. I can't say it, so 
$13.5 million by transferring it abroad while using the infrastructure of banking institutions controlled by him. Yeah, how many times has that happened and him not probably got, gotten arrested? A Kiev court has ordered him to pretrial detention for two months amid an ongoing investigation with bail having been set at a whopping $14 million. Importantly, the New York Times in its Tuesday coverage of Kolomoisky's arrest highlighted that he was an early major backer of now President Vladimir Zelensky, who had been, who had had a hand in bringing him to power. He is also widely believed to have funded extremist private militia armies at various times. Interesting. Very interesting here. What's going on? The elite are going after each other. That's what's going on. It's the heads of the Hydra taking bites at each other. That's pretty good sign for us. Let them destroy each other. Good. Yes. Lock each other up. Perfect. Now let's get back to business. Let's get back to living our lives in peace. How about that? Brown tail. Uh, let's see. Environmental influences is a new add to the definition, I think. Like they changed the definition of what a vaccine is with the mRNA clot shot. Environmental influences is a new addition. I'm not sure. You're gonna elaborate on that. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. Maybe I'm missing some context. They want his money because he got too much doing what they do. Yeah, this is Shasta. I think it is something like that. I think it's like corruption versus corruption here. They didn't want to play ball, so they're going after him or something, right? Something like that. Uh, we had Ukraine's air defense system engaging in repelling air attacks over Kiev. Ukraine's military reported. Uh, same thing has been happening over Russia as well. So this war is still very, very, very real. A lot of people have died uh, on both sides. And uh, it's a terrible, terrible thing to see. Um, China has just banned officials from using iPhones, according to the Wall Street Journal, which is interesting. Makes me want to get rid of my iPhone. Why doesn't China want to use iPhones? I think we could all guess why. It's probably a liberty safe situation, right? Yeah. Probably. All right, you guys. I got I to gotta end a little bit early today. But I'll be back in the studio shortly. You can find me on the Social Red Pill or on Twitter. As well as Josh. Social Red Pills are a private social network. www.socialredpill.com You can join for free or support us with a monthly contribution and get access to the private Zooms and everything else. If you're a supporter in any way, you're welcome to join the Zooms. Just create a free account and send us a message. If you want to try it out to see if you want to support us with uh, $5.99 a month, create a free account and send us a message. We'll let you try it out. Uh, I'll jump in there tonight at 7.30 to 8 p.m. Pacific time just to say hello and see how you are all doing. I uh, missed you, Lisa, last night, so hopefully we could uh, align our schedules tonight and the rest of you as well. Um, and tomorrow night on the Social Red Pill chat, Josh will be hosting a question and answer session after the Daily Dose. So that's tomorrow night. So enjoy that. And then we will get into the weekend, which is everybody's favorite. It's already Wednesday, folks. We're doing great. Let's keep this ball rolling and get through our days. And uh, I'll see you all on the next episode of Coffee in the morning. And The Daily Dose, hosted by Josh tonight. I'll come in and co-host, probably. It'll be at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. So tune in tonight for more news and events of the world. The unfolding global conspiracy. Communism here, breathing down our necks.
uh, where Josh will string the pearls and we'll get uh, some insight into what the hell is going on with all this stuff. I'd love to hear his thoughts on uh, Liberty Safe and all this as well as anything breaking throughout the day. If you guys have any breaking stories or big stories or local stories or anything, personal experiences, share. Hmm. Oh, here we go. All right, I'm back. If if you have something to share, you can share it with us on social Red Pill or Twitter. Let us know if we could share it on the show, or if you want it anonymously shared, that's fine. Uh, any stories or personal experiences are always nice to hear. Uh, thank you, guys. Please leave a comment over on Rumble and hit those thumbs up. Share on Twitter and everywhere. Uh, repost on um, Pilled. Shout out to the Pilled people. And D Live, thank you all for your support today. Um, I guess that's it, and that's that, y'all. Keep it light, keep it simple, and uh, let's get on with it. God bless and God speed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign, and it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patched the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.